Welcome to the Mad Dad Movie Review, a podcast full of first-time movie reviews starring Mads and her dad. Hi, Mads. And I'm her dad, and this is Mad Dad Movie Review. How goes it, kids and heroes, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Mad Dad Movie Review. We're back. We are back. Um, I forgot how to bring these episodes in. It's been a minute. It really has. It's been a long time. Um, well, this, uh, this is Mads, <laughs> and I'm her dad. And this is the Mad Dad Movie Review. For today, what are we talking about? Freaky. Good morning. morning. That's me, Millie. Ordinary, boring Millie. I love your dress. I think I saw it at Discount Bonanza. (laughs) Okay, so I was never the most popular. Homecoming's this weekend. Booker is going to be at the dance. And boys never really noticed me. Honestly, if this was a horror movie, I'd be one of the first ones to get killed. Cue the creepy dude in the mask. Like I said. (laughs) But actually, it turns out... Where am I? I didn't get killed. Oh my god, why do I sound like that? I woke up in the killer's body. The Blissfield Butcher strikes again. Don't freak out. Ah! You're black. I'm gay. We are so dead. Ow! Will you stop? It's me. It's Millie. Hill, Hill, Blissfield. I feel our glory and our might. Oh, my God. And not only is that psycho wearing my body, he's killing it. He's like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Who knows how many of our friends he's gonna kill? Are you sure this is safe? No. Oh my god, it's a slaughterhouse. I have like less than six hours to swap back or I'm gonna be stuck in his body forever. Hurry up, loser, I gotta take a dump. I have to admit, it hasn't been all bad. I'm sorry, sir, I didn't mean to interrupt. I... Move! How's that feel? I'll make you wish your stupid face was never born. Oh my god, did you just pee yourself? Whoa, what am I wearing? I'm actually really liking this for you. Ah! Oh my god, it's Great. We're gonna get killed by murder, Barbie. I can't wait to kill you. Time to stop this asshole. We're in this together. Come and get it. Look, I know I look like the butcher, but it's Millie. He's crazy. Okay, Booker, can you look at me, please? Booker! Dry up, bitch. Booker, help! Booker! Will you shut up? Booker! All right, so before we get into today's episode, I want to let everyone know that they can check out previous episodes of the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, 
Pocket Cast, and wherever else you enjoy your favorite shows. You can check us out on Facebook.com at MadDadMoreReview Instagram.com at MadDadMoreReview YouTube.com at MadDadMoreReview And finally, Twitter.com at MadDadMoviePod And of course, if you guys have any questions, comments, or requests, you can always email them to MadDadMoviePod at gmail.com Shoutouts! Alright, so this week I am unapologetically shouting out myself and promoting my my new podcast, which is called the Film Effect Podcast. Um, Yeah, it's it's, uh, kind of unfortunately why we've been MIA for a few weeks. That and just time and schedules and... It's been the last crazy few weeks. All right, so before we get to your shout-out, I wanted to take this time to personally apologize to both you and the audience for just... Uh, my my focus has shifted recently, like I mentioned before, in a joking manner, but in all seriousness, my focus has shifted, and it's not my intentions... And so I just need to learn how to balance the two, which I'm going to do better at. Um, this is not the way I wanted things to go down. This is not how I wanted it to, you know, unfold. But um, yeah, I definitely, as of late, have been putting my new show as priority, whereas I should have both shows as equal priorities. And that is what I'm working on, like I just said. And I apologize again to both you, Madeline, and the audience. And, um, yeah, I promise that it will not be three weeks until the next episode of the show. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that being said, I'm just going to announce it right here. Um, next episode, when we come back, we have a Fast and Furious franchise that we started. And I'll be damned if we're not going to finish that franchise. So, the next episode will be a Fast Friday episode. Not this week. Most likely next week or the week after. But we will have that Friday episode for the sequel, Too Fast, Too Furious. Now getting back to this program, Mads, who are you shouting out this week? I I don't have anybody. This no shout outs? Nope, not this week. All right. Well, then that being said... Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. So, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Freaky premiered on October 8th, 2020 at the Beyond Fest Film Festival before being released to the masses on November 13th, 2020 from Universal Pictures. It opened up against Tenet and whatever classic films were out at that time because this was released just a handful of months ago. We are, of course, in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) Some states don't even have the luxury of having movie theaters at this time and had the, just weren't, you know, weren't able to see this in the theater setting. So to those of you who did see it, congrats. I was not one of those. I still have not been to a theater since The Invisible Man. Was that a year? That was a year ago that we went. That was the I last. I went to, I, the last time I went to one was a couple months ago. That's right. You saw Come Play. Oh. <laughs> not coming soon on the show but um 
unless it's a worst of episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, yeah, I haven't been to a theater since last February when I saw The Invisible Man. So mm-hmm. I should be back soon. So yeah, this film had an opening weekend box office of $3.6 million, going on to gross $15.2 million on a $6 million budget. It was directed by Christopher Landon, produced by Jason Blum, written for the screen by Michael Kennedy and Christopher Landon, edited by Ben Badwin, music by Bear McCreary, hey, I know that guy, and cinematography by Laurie Rose. Starring Vince Vaughn as the Blissfield Butcher, Catherine Newton as Millie Kessler, Katie Finneran as Coral Kessler, Dana Drury as Charlene Shar Kessler, Celeste O'Connor as Nyla, Misha Osherich as Josh Detmer, Uriah Shelton as Booker, and Alan Rock as Mr. Bernardi. Alright, like every episode, let's take a walk over to the Critics' Corner and see what they had to say about this film. Freaky currently has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 83% from 214 reviews. Holy shit. A Metascore of 66 from 37 reviews. A Cinema Score of B-, and an Average Letterboxd score of 3.3 out of 5. Ryan Larson of Consequence of Sound gave the film an A-, saying that with an incredible supporting cast and two engaging leads... Freaky is an out-and-out blast that finds Landon itching closer and closer to slasher masters like Wes Craven and John Carpenter. I don't know about all that. He's only done this in the Happy Death Day films. Um, Peter Travers for the ABC News division wrote, Not every Joker jolt hits the mark, but thanks to Landon's clever twists and gopher-broke performances from Vaughn and Newton, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better way to party on the scariest date of the calendar than with this Freaky Friday the 13th. Fun fact, this film was originally called Freaky Friday the 13th, but Disney it's But Disney was like, oh no, nah, you ain't doing that, because they own the Freaky Friday name. Um, Heather Wixon of Daily Dead gave the film 4.5 out of 5, saying that Freaky is easily one of the best supernatural slashers to come along this era of modern horror that perfectly blends together horror, humor, and heart seamlessly. Writing for the Globe and Mail, Barry Hertz gave the film 3 out of 4 stars and stated, Landon is not aiming to break new ground here, only to use well-trot territory for his own gag and gross-out happy ends. This is candy-colored mayhem, bright and snappy and enjoyable, wince-inducing to its desire to disgust. And just as Vaughn can easily play both male murderer and winsome teen girl, so too can the charming Newton ace her required flips. So, first-time viewings? Last night. Fun-filled story. Popcorn, bed, some sodas. I don't know what kind of popcorn that was. It was nuts. Candy, co- it, it was cotton candy popcorn. It was called Llama Party. We were having a llama party last night watching Freaky. So <laughs> I tried it a couple times. It didn't taste right to me. I feel like popcorn should be just normal popcorn with butter and its salt in the popcorn. But. Or cotton candy. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, I didn't like the syrup on there. All right, it all started with director Christopher Landon. Um, He was announced uh, to be writing and directing a new horror film back in August of 2019 for Blumhouse Productions. Now, like I mentioned before, 
He wrote and directed uh, both Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. So, of course, with them movies being successful, well, not as much the second one, um, financially successful, but it was enough to get him good, you know, get in the good graces of producer Jason Blum. And so he went out, he set himself out on this journey to make this clever, original, as he calls it, slasher film. Um, stating that the project was to be an original story taking inspiration from Mary Rogers' Freaky Friday. And then later on that month, they announced that Catherine Newton and Vince Vaughn was joining the cast with the screenplay to be written by Landon and Michael, Mc- and Michael Kennedy. And then later on in October of 2019, Uriah Shelton, Alan Ruck, Katie Finneran, Celeste O'Connor, and Misha Osherovich uh, joined the cast as well. So it's a concept film, just like his original films. Um, I use that word again, original. <laughs> just like his first two films, Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You, they borrowed the Groundhog Day elements for horror. This film borrows Freaky Friday elements. And um, I got to say it worked. There was some issues I had with it that I'll talk about. Um, let's break down the film now. All right, so the film starts with this really nice-looking mansion house. Uh, We see four kids are out back doing the old-school traditional horror trope, sitting sitting around a campfire and telling scary stories. This one, of course, is about the Blissfield Butcher, who apparently, according to legend, as the one kid says, goes out and kills teens on their prom night when the girl corrects him and says, no, it's actually homecoming, you dits. Um... And then they split off because it's a horror movie. Uh, one girl goes inside to get something else. No, uh, the guy scares her, and she spills drink on her clothes, and she goes inside. The, yeah, she goes inside the, the the wash up, and then the guy who scares her follows her in the house. So, rather than helping her out because apparently she had an attitude, he goes exploring. We find out that the girl whose house this belongs to, um, her father, who's out of town, has. Uh, He's a collector, and he collects a lot of ancient artifacts. And as we see here, La Dola, which is this ancient dagger that... It's uh, like a Spanish, something like Spanish or something. Cause well, what gave it away? La Dola, you, the name? No, because when, when they were looking it up, mm-hmm. all it was was Spanish words. So ah. they had to get their Spanish teacher. Ah, that's right, that's right. Ah. Mm-hmm. Good girl, good eye. Um, and so... Kid goes into the basement, and he's the first to get killed by the Blissfield Butcher. Oh, it's worth mentioning that when he's exploring, there's a cool little shot of all of these wall panels with different masks, but one of them is missing as the kid's walking by, and we're about to find out that it's because the Blissfield Butcher took it and kills him by jamming a wine bottle down his a throat. One. It's no, 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 it wasn't broke. This one wasn't. He broke a wine bottle to do the whole jump scare that never happened. Mm-hmm. It was a fake out. And then when the, the butcher finally does appear, he grabs his head, pulls him back, jams the wine bottle down his throat, and then breaks it inside oh. of his neck so that the broken shards and all come out of his neck. And it was a, kind of a clever death, actually. Now, the whole wine bottle uh, being jammed down someone's throat I've seen that before. Sorority Row 2009, that definitely happened. But um, next is the girl who's upstairs cleaning up. She's in the bathroom, and then the butcher is banging on the door. She thinks it's the guy trying to scare her again, but then 
butcher busts open the door and drags her across the room to a toilet where he just takes the toilet seat and just crushes her head with it. Uh, pretty gnarly death there. So then the other two are outside still. Uh, the Blissfield butcher ends up popping up behind the guy. He breaks a tennis racket in half and then reassembles it inside of his head. I thought that was a pretty cool death, actually. Breaks it with his knee and then jams it inside both of his uh, areas of his head He'd to make it... You'd be really strong to do that, though. Well, you had to be strong to jam a wine bottle down someone's throat the way he did, too, so... And that leaves us with the girl whose house this belongs to, actually. The girl um, has a name, Dad. <laughs> Hmm? Jenny. <laughs> Her name is Jenny. Or oh, Jenny. 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 It's it's G I N N Y. Jenny. Yeah. All right. Well, Jenny, whose house this belongs to, was the last one standing, and right away, Blissfield Butcher busts through the door, mirroring. I like this nod. It was actually a nod to Friday the Thirteenth, the new no Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter, mm-hmm. when Jason busted the door at the very end before he gets killed by Tommy Jarvis and his sister. That was a mirroring shot. And he chases her through the house. He throws a spear at her, but it misses. But he's not actually trying to use it to kill her then and there. More on that in a second. She runs into a room, hides in the closet. Blissfield Butcher follows her. Finds out that this closet that she's in has a hidden door in the back. Rather than staying there and waiting for her parents to come home or anything else at all she just walks she comes out in typical horror movie fashion she comes out walks right in the middle of the room and note he's only been gone for like not even 30 seconds and she's already like out like i guess he left like nah she sees (laughs) she sees the headlights of her parents coming home so she runs, she says, Daddy, and she starts yeah, running. She screams it, too. <laughs> but she runs right into the arms of the butcher, who takes her and picks her up and swings her right into that spear that he threw earlier, and she goes right yes. through it. So she's pinned to the wall, dangling, dead. He's looking at her, tilting his head, mirroring Michael Myers, mirroring Jason Voorhees, mirroring any slasher with a mask who just dazzles over their victims (laughs) and that's when we get the title card cuts to school the next day um bear with me guys i I didn't write my notes for this one because i just watched it last night so we're kind of just winging this plot so it's the next day she wakes up and she's at home because we're introduced to her mother we're introduced to her mother and sister uh we find out that her father died in an accident a year prior um her mother's an alcoholic. We find this out because there's a wine bottle Char, in the trash can. When Char's throwing her food right, away. that the older sister Char finds. Char, who is the worst cop I've ever seen <laughs> in cinematic history. I think all the cops are pretty bad. She's <laughs> the worst. She's the ringleader of this shit show, and I'm gonna have lots to say about her later <laughs> on. Um Yeah, it's it's just Millie's quiet girl. Of course, she's still rattled by her father's death. Uh, she goes to school with her friends. Um, Josh and... With her friends, Nyla and Josh. Nyla and Josh, yes. So we're introduced to them. Uh, Josh is a very flamboyant individual who is not afraid to show it. Uh, Nyla is your typical smart aleck, always has something to say... Um, corrects you over your corrects words. Corrects <laughs> you. Very PC-esque. Um, 
that's the kind of person Nyla is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out that nah, we find out Millie has a crush on Booker, who's kind of the high school jock. I don't feel comfortable using the word jock because we learned that he's, he's not. Compared not. to the other jocks in this school, he is just quiet and different. He's, he's not like mean like them. He's kind. He's nicer. Yeah, he's not mean. He's not mean spirited at all. Mm-hmm. Um. And we find out she's in class. Uh, we're introduced to her teacher, um, Mr. Bernardi, played by Alan Ruck, who was Cameron Fry from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> Cameron was in Egypt's land. Let my Cameron go. And he's a real ass, like a real pushover. He's asking for her assignment. She says that she has until next Thursday because he gave her more time. Apparently, he don't remember this and kind of mocks her in front of the class, causing Booker to quietly muffle Dick, which he catches. And um, yeah, that's it's kind of just uh, an introduction to a later victim basically not the nicest teacher I oh think. he's a real ass and it's funny, <laughs> i've never seen alan ruck like this before like alan ruck's always the quiet quirky individual you know he's he kind of is that stereocast that he kind of was stereocast for a little while and like those roles where it's just kind of like tall lanky bumbling <laughs> just like cameron fry but then i mean look at speed if did you ever see Speed? Mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves about the bus. If it goes below 50 miles an hour, it blows up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Speed, he's in Speed. He plays one of the passengers on that. And that was probably the first time I've seen him in like an adult role <laughs> outside of, you know, just what I was just saying, like that he with all these roles that he was taking back then. So anyway, getting back on, sh- on track here, he's an ass. Later on, uh, we find out we learn that Millie is the high school mascot. They're at the homecoming football game playing. She's doing her cheer um, with the cheerleaders and, and this, what is it, like a wolf or a fox? Uh, what is she, a fox beaver. or something? Oh, she's a, be- oh, she's a beaver. <laughs> she's a beaver. And, um, you know, she's getting heckled. Everyone knows who it is under the mask, apparently. She's getting stuff thrown at her and shit. And, um, yeah, later on that night, game's over and she's waiting to get picked up by her mother who we find out is at home passed out drunk um her phone ends up dying and of course she encounters the blissfield butcher who chases her all around she has a little moment where she's underneath the bleachers hiding and she gets away and then she runs through him and onto the field he chases her knocks her down using ladola Goes to stab, stabs her in the shoulder, but then the it arm, hurts him as well. That scene's really cool. I like that scene a lot, though. Yeah, like the... The, the, the ground just... The, the, the illusion of the ground goes from football field to, like, a Mayan tower. Or a Mayan, um... Egypt tower? I don't know. Oh, it's Egyptian. I know that. It's like a Mayan pyramid. Um, and then it goes right back. There's, like, fall... The, the, the full moon... Uh, there's a little digital effect with the, the sky, the clouds covering the moon. And then when he stabs her, he's automatically hurt as well. And then we're about to find out that next morning they wake up and it's Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. It's 
him waking up as her in his hideout with this junky guy who's in a kind of a funny scene like baying for drugs and he as her is like confused like i don't do drugs and stuff like that and then cut to millie waking up but it's well, it the first, butcher it was millie first and then well right okay yeah, but. but still <laughs> for, the, for the whole scene in yeah. general you know they're both just confused of yeah and so this is where my first issue of the film comes into play um hats off to Catherine newton because i think she really nails the psychotic serial killer personality mm-hmm. down but vince vaughn and i love vince vaughn this is not a knock to him at all i know that they apparently him and Catherine newton were like they kind of mimicked their shots before they would go to do it to see how they would actually act in that moment but I just felt like Vince Vaughn was just playing any teen. It wasn't Millie. He wasn't the same as Millie. He was not Millie. We know from her. He was just playing like your average high schooler. That's a girl. That's a girl a who's really girly. Like like this was. I felt like he was playing it like it was an eighties movie. Yeah, Millie. When we met, when we met the actual Millie, nothing. It was nothing like that. She was more shy, and he's all over the top. Yeah, it's it's really weird, especially the bathroom scene when he's in the stall, um, peeing, standing up, and it's like he's just amazed by everything. And so, this is your typical body swap film at this moment. Millie's like bully, Ryler, is the first to get killed. Um, she tries first get killed in Millie's body. Yeah, but mm-hmm. she acts like, you know, she's obviously like pretending to care and you know, cuz she was attacked and everything and she's acting like she's so concerned, but then Millie takes her. Now remember Millie's the butcher at this point. Um I'm just going to refer to the butcher. It's mm-hmm. uh, so the butcher takes um this girl down and locks her in a um cryotherapy mm-hmm. tank and it's turns it to like 300 Ice. below <laughs> basically freezes her to death right away um and then next is the teacher mr bernardi um they end up getting into a fight like a pretty physical fight that ends yeah. with him getting stabbed in the neck with a screwdriver he's all like oh i know karate i can fight and yeah <laughs> he like acts like it's crazy the way he just at the snap, he like goes, he's just in this like karate self defense yeah, physical. I'm from, gonna beat your ass move. Yeah, he goes from really mean to like I'm not dealing with this today. If I have to kill a kid, I will. Yeah, basically. Miss Kessler, you got some nerve stepping back in this classroom. I'm not here for your games. Turn that off! Self-defense 
I had to do it. I'll see you in the principal's office. catches a screwdriver to the neck but then falls back onto a table and it's actually a buzzsaw table so what happens Millie push I'm sorry, the butcher pushes him and cuts him in half from head to toe from head to groin sawed in half it's uh yeah. one thing I have to say about this movie 10 points for all of the practical it effects cool. there are no maybe Ryder's death Ryler's death was maybe CG because obvious reasons, but every kill in this movie, every single kill was just practically done. There was no computer-generated yeah. effects. It was just practical makeup. Ryler's, old school. Ryler's death was also we didn't men- we forgot to mention this. Um, I was gonna Millie, get to it. Yeah, Millie, when she gets yeah, they let her up. They open up. Yeah, Ryler when she later on. Millie and her friends mm-hmm. open up the door, and her body falls and shatters. Well, no, her friends weren't at it at that time. Her Millie. Oh, it was just friends. Millie. It was just Millie. Um, Millie came out of the shower in the gym and uh, saw the beeping, so okay. she opened the door. And next thing you know, she tapped to see if her Riley yeah. was okay. Yeah, and just falls and shatters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're they're now these people are all dead. Um. Um, Butcher, uh, Millie convinces the two that she's who she really, that she is he, he is she. Uh, she proves her identity to them by performing the teen's uh, dance routine for the mascot. And the, then, um, their handshake. Yeah, the handshake, <laughs> answering the series of personal questions, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, Nyla and Joss, uh, they do some research in on La Dola, and then they find out through the Spanish, Spanish teacher... <laughs> Because he's in Spanish three, mm-hmm. and that they say that he has to um, stab the butcher with a dagger by midnight, otherwise the body swap will be permanent. Yeah, and the whole time, that whole scene, the Spanish teacher was speaking Spanish, and Josh had to be like, "Uh, what?" And yeah, she, like English, and she's like, "You're in Spanish three. You don't know what I'm saying." <laughs> like, come on, now you're supposed to be paying attention. I mean, I was in Spanish five, like I said last night, and I can only speak like two sentences. So. I'm taking Spanish next year. And I don't think I'm gonna get to it that uh, well. So. But in my defense, by the point, by that point, Spanish five was just like a study hour. There was no mm-hmm. teacher. It was an hour to go and study Spanish 
or wherever else you were studying it at that point. Relaxing. Yep. And then we see the butcher uh, luring uh, Booker, Millie's crush, into a monster mini golf course. Um, It's going to kill him, obviously. But Millie, Nyla, and Josh arrive and save him. They knock both the butcher and Booker out. And then <laughs> Millie just pushes Booker, forgetting about her strength. Yeah. And he just knocks out. Like Gets he- knocked out, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they go and uh, take they take Booker. Well, he's sleeping on the couch, so it's at Josh's yeah, house. Yeah, they're at Josh's, so Josh's house, that's house. right. They have, they have um, the butcher tied up. And then Booker's passed out, but then he wakes up, mm-hmm. freaks out. But then um, Millie proves who she is by reciting reciting I the poem. Love note the love note, yeah. Put in his locker one time. Exactly. Um, and then Booker, and then they go. They got to get the Dola, and they know that it's at the police station, so they had to get to the police station to obtain it. They kept um, Josh. At the house. They tell Josh to stay behind and <laughs> Josh, watch the butcher. He doesn't want to do that. He's just like, why me? <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Um, but now they go and do, they go to this police station. Um, <laughs> Nyla tries to go inside herself and try and lure Shar out um, by saying that she's being chased by the butcher. Yeah. She got away. And it's in the back of the police station. Yeah. Um, that's where we forgot to mention the mall scene because Shar earlier was chasing them. She f- she saw them and then she yes. chases them into the mall, and then we get this no, really. It wasn't. It, yeah. It was a mall because we get this really like. Yeah. We get that like that fitting room mm-hmm. scene. Like, they're then- hiding the butcher. They're hiding Millie. In the fitting room, but we find out that Millie's mother works Working, there, yeah. and she comes and in. And she's just talking, like, and she's oh, trying to sell him a. Po- she's trying to pitch a polo, <laughs> and then things get all sensitive. <laughs> then they start talking about the dead husband, and then it's it's actually a really emotional scene, yeah. um, and that's kind of why I wanted to double back and bring that up because I forgot to mention it before. Um, so that's why when Nyla goes into the police station, she tells Shaw that you know she got away and she was just. Doing what he said. Yeah, exactly. And then, so, yeah, um, it works. She goes and running out. Meanwhile, in the car, Booker's with um, Nyla. Not Nyla. Booker's with Millie. This was the most awkward scene I've ever seen. Do you mind if I come back there? Sure. So far away. <sighs> so, about that poem. Oh my gosh, please don't bring that up. That was a total mistake. <laughs> that was a mistake? Uh, well, you accidentally wrote it and you were just going by my locker and you tripped and it fell in? Yes, exactly. That's what happened. I thought it was beautiful. The poem. Probably read it like a hundred times. Really? Yeah. I mean, once I got over how creepy it was finding it, yeah. <sighs> Sorry. I'm kidding. I actually kind of hoped that it was your poem. No, you didn't. Millie, I've liked you since day one. You don't have to say that. 
I know I don't. That's why I did. How weird is it that I kind of feel like kissing you right now? Kissing a mass murderer with yellow teeth. You're still Millie to me. Maybe we should wait for when my yeah. hand's not bigger than no, your no, whole no, face. No, 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 it's, it's, it's whenever you want. I'm not going anywhere. He reveals that he's liked her the whole entire time. Um, they they both uh, share their feelings for one another, and then they have a kiss. I could not watch that though. And the kiss is very short because thankfully Millie uh, really pulls it. away and is like, "Can we just wait until I swap, and then we'll just pick back up on it later?" And um, so yeah, Shar um, goes back into the police station. And she goes back into the police station, and now I can talk about this person because oh my gosh. she pulls a gun on Nyla. She pulls a gun on Nyla, who I might remind you is, is is a high schooler. So she pulls a gun on a high schooler because she has her hands behind her back. And then the butcher gets when, away that we have to. But then when him. Millie comes inside as the butcher, because... without even hesitating fires at this person like doesn't it's insane how this person how this woman even has a gun because she pulls it on the teen not even 10 seconds or in like 30 seconds later she actually fires it on this guy i understand he's a serial killer guilty but there's a process and you don't just unload your goddamn clip into a person because you don't like, you we know. Have to, we have There is a process that has to be that has to be handled, okay? And she is clearly jumping over steps here. We also have to mention um how the butcher got out because that's a weird scene. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. That's yeah, coming yes, up, huh? If if the butcher's at the police station, she got oh, out. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so let's double back then, back at Josh's yeah. house. Um. Josh's mom, we find out that Josh's mom is a stewardess, but her flight got canceled, so she doesn't have to work anymore. So she comes home early, and when she comes home, Millie's tied up in a chair. Joshy! Josh! Hi, Mom. You're home early. My last flight got canceled. Honey, why is Millie tied to my dining chair? Um... She, we, um, role play. Mm? I'm sorry? We're role playing. Role playing? Yes, role playing. Like a game? Sort of. She doesn't look like she's enjoying herself. Mm. Oh, oh, um, that, that, that's the point. She's, she's supposed to act upset. Right? Millie? Mm. She's method, never breaks character. 
Naughty girl. I'm a little confused. Isn't role playing a sex game? Is it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. Okay. Um, Mom, I I didn't want to tell you until I was ready, but I'm straight. Joshua, you are many things, but straight isn't one of them. Now do me a favor and untie her. I can't. Joshua. Mom, I'm sorry. I, I can't explain right now, but I cannot let him go. Him. No, Mom, Mama, Mama, listen to me. He's the Blissfield Butcher. What? Joshua Michael Detmer. I've been slinging peanuts to assholes all week. I don't have time for this. No, Mom, Mama, Mom, don't. How did you even do no, Well, it's the Butcher. And Josh tries playing it off like it's um, role-playing. But then she says, but doesn't that involve, you know, sexual activity? And she's, and then that's when Josh is like, I wanted to tell I'm you straight. This, but like, yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm straight. I've always wanted to say this, but I've been wanting to tell you this, but I'm straight. <laughs> and the mom's just like, you are everything. You're a lot of things. <laughs> you are many things, but straight is not one of them. <laughs> thought that was a funny line and also um kind of the butcher it's obviously in millie's body but the faces that he she whatever is making like tied up while this is all going down like the laugh that he gives after he says that he's straight like yeah even the the, the tied up person doesn't believe that bullshit <laughs> um and it, yeah it's, millie breaks out she frees her uh, the butcher uh frees himself with uh, a knife and breaks out and chases the two and then, into Josh's bedroom. Then it goes to, um, and then Josh is just calling uh, Nyla. But then we get to the scene we we already talked about. Yeah, because Nyla, the butcher, ends up back at the police station. And then while Josh, because Josh has to walk to the police station to let everybody know because she got away, it's back to where um, Millie or the butcher's in the car, like. Cr- in Amshar's um, car, just driving to the school because it's the home. It's not no, it's not the school. It's, it's not the school. It's um where we saw in the beginning. It was that house. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's the yeah, the homecoming the, dance. Um, home, they did their own homecoming dance. It got canceled. Yeah, they did their own because so Josh Josh comes into the police station, and, or he doesn't go in, but he's outside. And like, Shar cannot drive. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. So. Back to this, the the, the cop. This was Shaw, and then we see Shaw when she gets to this. Um, no, it wasn't Shaw who fired. Who fires the gun into the sky? Was it another random uh, cop? It was a random cop. In but that's at the homecoming day. Yeah, I know, that's, I know. But it's still, yeah. it's, it it ties so, into what I'm talking about uh, now. Millie, about the worst police force Millie in puts, movie history. Millie puts Shaw into the cell. Yes. And then they head off. They get in the car and head off to the homecoming dance. Right. Which we see uh, the butcher's there already. The butcher lures um, one of the jocks into the back. And then When they go back there, there's two other guys back there. Um, Before anything happens, he ends up killing all three. He takes a bottle, pours it out. It's like a bottle of Jack Daniels, which is a pretty thick bottle. So he pours it out, breaks it over one kid's head. 
with the broken glass, slits so the other kid's yeah. throat, and then the <laughs> other kid starts like fighting. Actually, like hits them, or they they get into a physical confrontation. But then it ends Millie, when the butcher, the butcher the chainsaw. There's a chainsaw that's conveniently sitting in the middle of this Weird. room. This it's just conveniently there. Keep in mind, this is a place where a bunch of high schoolers are having a homecoming party. But in the room, two doors down, there's a freaking chainsaw with gasoline inside of it and everything, just sitting there. Like, hey, try me. And that's what happens. She takes or she takes the chainsaw, revs it up, and he trips and falls and is trying to scoot backwards, but she he ends up getting chainsawed in the groin. But then when um, Nyla and Josh and Millie all come and see the aftermath, we see that the kid who got the bottle broken over his head is actually decapitated. That's one thing I noticed um, watching it last night. And then the, there's a fourth jock who tells Josh that he knows where the butcher is and he lures him to a room. But then we find out that he only lured him there for his own personal gain. And it looks like he's about to come out to Josh. And Josh is like, now is not the time for this. This is, this is ridiculous. And, and he's he, like, don't tell anybody or I'm going to kill you. He drops an F-bomb. Um, and, and not that <laughs> F-bomb. And that's when Josh is like, oh, wow, uh, so way to be woke or whatever, whatever comment he says. And that's when we get the butcher punching through this wall with a hook. Then the hook's through, the pulls the hook through the jock's what? eye, and then it yanks him through okay. the whole entire wall. Now, this death kind of mirrors the girl's death from Friday the 13th part 7 where the same thing happens Jason punches <laughs> through the walls and with a hook gets her yeah, but only this are. we actually see the hook it penetrates his eye and it's actually practically effect it's practical effects there's no CG because I could see the dummy um, the, I could see the dummy shot when they actually penetrates the eyeball the hook I mean and then you can see it's an obvious dummy when he gets pulled back through the wall real quick blinking you'll miss it but that's a dummy shot getting pulled mm-hmm. through they use no CG what, what I really liked about that death is right after he said don't tell anybody or I'm gonna kill you he dies yeah exactly <laughs> it's like, irony as finest convenient. <laughs> yep, irony for you um, and that's when the police arrive at this party and then cop shows up and just shoots, shoots fires his gun off into the air like and they're just running. my man kids are running who gave these people guns what comes <laughs> up comes back down what goes up must come down that is the number one rule i say it every time i ride roller coasters everything that everything that goes up must come down same rules apply for bullets gravity <laughs> You don't fire a gun into the sky and the bullet just doesn't disappear. It doesn't go okay. into space. Like. No, bullets don't... F- no. Oh, God, <laughs> can't believe this is happening in this movie. Um, so then Midnight's approaching and they hold them... D- I should backtrack because actually when they first get there, Booker gives Millie his watch. Mm-hmm. And puts it twelve because because it has yeah it puts it for twelve o'clock, mm-hmm. but because they have thirteen minutes left. When he's about when when they hold the butcher down and Millie's about to stab him, the uh, the the uh, eye watch that she has on goes or he has on whatever goes off, indicating that it's now midnight. No longer works. The the the, the curse is the butcher's just laughing. And but then. Millie Josh, well, Millie. All right. So how it works out is Millie remembers a scene earlier when Booker tells her 
Uh, if he's actually back in the classroom, mm-hmm. Booker tells her that he always rule th- good rule of thumb is to always set your clock five minutes so fast, you had, you so you, so you're time. never late. Yes. So remembering that realizes, oh, it's eleven fifty five, not midnight. Oh no, it's eleven fifty. <laughs> five minutes. Oh, I thought it was ten. I thought it was five. I thought it was ten. Whatever. It's still, it's Anyways, not midnight. It's eleven fifty or eleven fifty-five. Because and then we hear Josh go. Wait, I didn't hear it go off. And that's when we realize, oh, we still got time. And that's when, boom, stabs, stabs with Ladola. She gets her. And we get the swap. Cops show up at this point, and Millie wakes up. Or she's turning around, and then they ask Millie what her favorite sport says, and she says. Guys, you know I don't watch. You know I don't like sports, and that's when Josh looks at the butcher and says to the cops, "Shoot that motherfucker now!" <laughs> and the cops no. unload their clips. These gun, <laughs> these trigger happy sons of bitches just unload their clips into them. No, it wasn't that bad. They shoot him like two or three times, but okay. still, it's like shoot that motherfucker and like without even <laughs> they listen to him without hesitating they just start shooting it's like <laughs> wow i think every cop in this town needs to get reevaluated pronto um <laughs> so yeah we cut to later on um the, the ambulance everyone embraces by the way um millie and booker have their kiss and then Cut to the ambulance. Everyone's cheering. Yeah, they embrace, like I said, they all embrace. Yeah. Cut to the ambulance when they go. He f- ends up flatlining in the, on the ride to the hospital, but then it's revealed. We see um, his clip that the his wire, or whatever. It's it's it, he took it off, and that's why it flatlined. Yeah, I kind of saw that coming too, though. Before, like they when they were in the ambulance, before we got that, I kind of had a feeling he's still alive. Yeah, he faked his own death in the end, like I said. And then he follows Millie home. And then this is, I like this shot. Millie's looking around before going to bed. And then all of a sudden, the butcher is following her while she's walking around. And it's like he's right behind her. And he's so much taller than she is, too. And it's like a really, I don't know, it's kind of an intimidating moment. It's kind of an intimidating it's, sight to look at. It's also so weird how convenient it is for like Char still to be at the house and <laughs> yes, because <laughs> gun on her still. At, at this point, it's all three girls against the butcher in the living room, and it ends with Millie taking a broken chair leg and shoving it through his chest, and then she kicks it in. Yeah, obviously through his heart and all that. Yeah. Table, it's a broken table. Mm-hmm. She breaks it and she impales him with it, and then she kicks it into him further, which kills him and ends this movie. This is the end, friend. <laughs> Who is your unbiased MVP pick for this film? Um, I think it's going to be Millie, like the butcher-bodied Millie, um, because. I don't know. I really, um, I really liked. I liked how there was like comedy in them, and like, I don't know. So you're saying Catherine Newton's your MVP? Yeah. All right. Um, fair enough because she actually is my MVP as well. Um, I thought, and it's basically off of the way she handled herself as the butcher, mm-hmm. um, in comparison to Vince Vaughn, who I already stated I wasn't like. I wasn't the biggest fan of his portrayal as a teenager. I thought Catherine Newton was the better of the two. Um, 
random thing too. Uh, Catherine Finneran, who plays the mother, Coral, she also has horror ties from th- about 30 years ago. Tom Savini did a Night of the Living Dead remake, and it was a, kind of a big deal. Uh, the, starring Tony Todd. Anyway, she's actually from that movie. She plays uh, one of the uh, the girls. Um, what's her name in that? Night of the Living Dead. She was um, Judy. Judy. She plays Judy in that. So uh, I thought that was pretty funny. I remember I recognized her right away. I'm like, hey, I know that face. Um, and Celeste O'Connor, who played Nyla. She's from Baltimore. Um, <clears throat> okay, so what is your Be Kind Rewind moment? I was thinking, I don't know if I have one because I did. I liked a lot of the scenes, but if I had to choose one, it would probably be the, um, the golf scene, I think, when they were in that like golf. The monster area. golf. Yeah, the monster golf. Okay. Um, for me, it's the opening. It that's like, it's horror. It's like it's. I love slasher movies, and that felt like a natural slasher Jason movie. Vibes. I love I love the Jason and Michael little nods going on, the way he breaks through the door, the, um, like Jason did in part four. Um, I love the head tilt of 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 course, <laughs> um, and yeah, I just thought I, I had the most fun watching that opening scene. Nothing. It's not a knock on the rest of the film itself. Um, you know, we're about to get into star power soon. But uh, to me, that was my favorite moment, honestly, mm-hmm. was that. Um, so, what's your double feature pairing? It would either be definitely one of the Friday 13th movies or Freaky Friday. <laughs> I think those are just, it depends on what kind of, like, theme you're going for. If you want to watch horror afterwards, Friday 13th. But if you want to watch, like, something funny, Freaky Friday. Okay. Um, for me, it's Heather's. Oh. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. And just, it definitely had, it gave me Heather's vibes, especially when Millie was the butcher. I can see that, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that'd be a fun DF. Mm-hmm. So, definitely. Might actually do that one of these days. <laughs> All right, so, without further ado, Star Power. <laughs> All right, zip. What is your final star rating for Freaky? I was thinking about this when watching the movie. I think it would be a 3.5. I think it's because it's in the middle, but it's more on, like, the better side. So I wouldn't Closer just... Closer to a 4 than yeah, a 3. Yeah, so I wouldn't just give it a 3. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's just because... Um, I There's some scenes I definitely didn't like or i saw coming and i don't like seeing a lot of scenes that are coming because it's like oh it's your average horror part i Mm. like something different but i can't obviously just say i'm going to give it a 3.5 because of that i think it's because mainly i didn't like the ending um it felt it felt rushed yeah it was i think they should have just left it with him being dead or if they did have enough movie maybe come back for a sequel or something like that i don't think they should have just i I wouldn't have been mad if they would have left the the, the shot of the hanging clip when he flatlined, if that would have been the end. I think what they should have done... With that. I think it should have been, like, a credit scene, maybe. I don't think they should have just put it right in there. Like an extra scene? Yeah. Like a stinger, as mm-hmm. they call it? Alright. Um, yeah. Once again, I'm on the same page as you. Three and a half... Three and a half stars is what I'm giving this. I thought it was a fun ride. Um... 
uh, I've already named my issues with the film. Um, as far as Shar uh, and the way that Vince Vaughn portrayed Millie. Uh, other than that, it was fun. Love the practical effects. Um, uh, Bear McCreary score was pretty dope. And um, definitely a movie I'll be watching again. Mm-hmm. It would be something that I would recommend for sure. I just realized since so Millie when, um, was wearing Char's jacket the whole scene and Char hasn't even noticed. Like, she didn't bring it up, none of that. I think <laughs> that would have been funny if she just bring it up, like, is that my jacket you're wearing? <laughs> True. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to put a bell in Freaky. But before we get out of here, want to remind you guys, you can check out previous episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Pocket Cast, and wherever else you enjoy your favorite shows. Check us out on Facebook.com at Mad Dad Movie Review. Instagram.com at Mad Dad Movie Review. YouTube.com at Mad Dad Movie Review. And finally, Twitter.com at Mad Dad Movie Pod. And if you guys have any questions, comments, or requests, you can always email them to Mad Dad Movie Review at gmail.com. And that being said, next time we come back, we'll be in a week or two. We will be back for another edition of Fast Friday. Continuing the Fast and Furious franchise with the sequel Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, once a month would be one, right? Or is that for um Harry Potter? Well, we're not doing Harry Potter yet. Let's we're do, not. Let's yeah. let's let's do one franchise at a time. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about like, are we doing um Fast and Furious once a month, or was that for Harry? I don't Potter? know. Yeah, well, well, the film comes out. The ninth one comes out. Still, it has a release date of Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if that sticks or not. Um, I guess it kind of depends on that. In the meantime, we'll just wing it one episode every three weeks or so. Every whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whenever we feel like watching a Fast and the Furious film. <laughs> <laughs> or whenever we have the time. But, yeah. um, yeah, uh, I definitely want to get back in the mix of putting out more of these episodes with you guys. It's been a while. And not yeah. wait, wait, and wait. Um, in a perfect world, this will be a bi-weekly show. Whereas Film Effect will continue being a weekly show. Um, and I say bi weekly because of availability. I get you also, every other weekend. Yeah, I'm filming a lot. I'm also exactly. we um, have, doing Twitch we have, a lot. So. We have personal things going on now. We different. We each have personal affairs to deal with. Mm-hmm. So, um, so whenever we get the chance, we'll definitely film and get in a movie. But, but um, if you're still listening, thank you so much, guys. Um, hope everyone's taking care out there staying safe staying warm if you're in texas uh our our thoughts are with you guys for 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 real um it sucks what's going on down there i can only just hope that you guys find um warmth and better days sooner than later um just stay strong guys you can do it (laughs) we advice outside hasn't gone away for like a week now yeah and i slipped on it today so Alright guys, so we will uh, see you guys again next week with Too Fast, Too Furious. Until then, I'm Mad. And I'm her dad. And And this has been Mad Dad Dad Movie Review. Alright guys, take care.